Hey, 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 uh, welcome to Red River Podcast number 48. Um, you know, hanging out here at uh, the If I Rule the World headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little shit here. We we, we have a, a, a guest from, it's me and Langan over here, and, and, and uh, we have our guest from two podcasts. Uh, he does a little comedy. Uh, he, he, he looks pretty hot in a kilt whenever he wears it. <laughs> it's free plays drinks. A mean, <laughs> plays a mean bagpipe. Um, he goes by the name Tim Saliani. Yes. Hello. What up? This is a weird juxtaposition being on this show. Nice. Mm. I'm digging it. Let, let me Google juxtaposition and I'll tell you <laughs> what right I think. Back. See, that's what happens when you fucking do podcasts with Chris. With Chris. <laughs> you gotta yeah. up your fucking level. So, so you do a, a podcast with Chris Longito, who I'm friends with, um, and it's called The Films on Tap podcast yep and that's why you're drinking that fancy beer and he does say a lot of fancy words because i was listening to the new episode <laughs> or no yes no what was the 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 you guys compared friday the 13th and halloween franchise oh yeah 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 yeah. and he fucking said precipitous yeah precipitous and nice. i was just like do you know what that means Langan? no well <laughs> i feel like i should yeah <laughs> i think maybe we all should but it was offensive when I first heard it. I was just like... But I'm drawing a blank trying to come up with a definition right now. I just wow. thought it was like the weirdest flex. See, today it was sunny, <laughs> but tomorrow there's an 80% chance of precipitous. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Close. I like that. So, um, and then, you know, you called him... You were like, you're the bougiest guy in Selden. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he fucking said no. And then he continues to talk about his pool and his pond. His pool, his pond, <laughs> his his new, like, uh, whatever, solar, sun, panels. solar panels he's getting on his roof. Yeah. He like, yeah. he if like, you got more than two bodies of water on your property. Yeah. You're bougie. For sure. he, he's talking about his pond, <laughs> like a pond. Does he have koi, koi fish, or no whatever idea. the fuck they are? He, he does have fish in the pond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they are. Those big orange oh, Japanese Oh, yeah, that's ones. exactly, yeah. That's high living, yo. So, that's Nassau County money. How, how would you describe the films on tap? Uh, the films on tap is uh, four guys. Well, first it came from the film Basement, which is a podcast that, um, you know, um, Pete and Chris and I won't give you the last names because it doesn't fucking matter. But uh, they all did. Pogo. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know the thing about the never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, yeah, so they used to do that podcast. Pete left, uh, Pete was on my radio show on, uh, USB and said, you know, you're good friends with Chris. Why don't you come do the show? So we did it a while and it was, it was fun to do the film basement, but we just kind of wanted to do our own thing because, well, and the other thing is we say some shit that you guys are very, yeah, you guys, you know, you guys are savages. <laughs> We're a little brutal. It happens. Um, so we switched over to films on tap. We started doing not really beer reviews, just drinking. So and watching movies. So that's what we do. We do it every week. It's fun. You know, we all have different personalities, but similar sensibilities. You know, sans the the D and D thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a good time. And and doing that show segued into. Doing a show with uh, my comic friends um, called Domestic Disturbance, who, which is it's basically two of my friends who are comedians are dating each other. They couldn't be more polar opposites. One is the most right wing person you'll ever meet, and the other one's Che fucking Guevara. Yeah, and I, I listened and I thought it was entertaining. They just scream at each other. It's why'd um, you change the, the original name? Um, well, somebody else had left, right, center, and I just didn't think it fit. I mean, you know, these two just sit there screaming at each other, and I just laugh at them. That's that's the show. It's, you know, so left, right, center didn't really fit. I was supposed to be the center, but I, because, what is the center? I, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Right. Great. Yeah, that's usually me. <laughs> yeah. I don't get, I don't care at all whatsoever. <laughs> I think you're both ridiculous. Fantastic. Yeah. Have a nice night. Well, you know what it is, too? It's it just like, uh, I was having... This thought, like, I feel like social media ruined politics, Mm -hmm. you know, like you like I remember one day um, I was on St. Mark's. I was probably like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. I went to Rocket Rags um, and I was like, wow, cool. A Marilyn Manson shirt. This was like when Portrait of an American Family came out and maybe they had Get Your Gun or Lunchbox. It was one of the singles. And I was like, "Okay, this is like a derivative of like Nine Inch Nails. I bought this long sleeve shirt and I never wore it for whatever reason. I felt like overnight everyone in my high school was a Marilyn Manson fan and it shouldn't matter. But back then when you're 50, like I would say like 15, it matters. You're like, oh, this is gross. Like, fuck you guys. (laughs) You know, I feel like everyone did that. Like they jump on like before people knew what they were saying. Like I would ask George because he's smart. You know, that's whose house we're at. And like, I'm like, okay, you're smart. And I'll ask you certain things because I don't care about other things. Um, So he like schools me on some things. And from there, I make my own decision. But like now it's like, you know, some fuck face in, you know, Kansas shouldn't really have an opinion on fucking everything, you know, but. But now they do. Social media is giving rise. There's no putting the genie back in the bottle. No, no. So now, like, where do you go from here? But I mean, (laughs) where do you go? Yeah, like, because because if Trump wins again, you know, people will cry again, and that's fine if you want to cry. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, But if he loses, the other side is going to fucking shit their pants. And then, you know, the pendulum will swing so hard. Oh, they're going to like this fucking fire. In a congressional. Hearing ASAP <laughs> Rocky, Rocky and the Kardashians were mentioned. There's yeah. that enough said. Yeah, that's where it's at. Like that's know? where we're at. I don't know, but that's what you wanted. That's what people wanted. Like this is the mirror. Half the country looks at Trump and they're like, "Holy shit, you suck!" And the other half is like, "Man, this guy's the best." Because that's what most people are. Some people just like that behavior, and other people are like, you know. It makes you almost miss lying politicians, like the real ones, you know, like, yeah, 
Like the, I would know. rather, uh, you know, a, a, a Gary Hart than to turn on the TV and just think, you know, it's got electrolytes. It's what plants crave. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Gary Hart's probably like looking at, is he alive still? I don't even know. I don't but know. He's, he's got to look Shout at this guy. Gary like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. All I did. That's yes, all I did. All I did. Oh my God! Yeah, I could have got elected. Nothing. I was born too early. Well, I but... mentioned also, you know that 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 uh, uh, that fucking screaming guy. What was his name? Uh, Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Yeah. Remember they made him. That was it. They it were killed like, him. They were like, "Yo, you got a little too excited <laughs> there. I really think excited. you need to jump out of the race." He was just like, "We're going." Oh, he he was just yelling states. Yeah, he was yelling states. Yelling states. He was excited. Yeah. He was excited. He like, won a goddamn primary. Yeah. <laughs> One of he them. Got, he was so he got disqualified for being too happy. Yeah, <laughs> for like, himself. He, he was just telling people where he was going, and everyone yeah. was like, "Yo, you know what? That that's a little. You went a little overboard. I feel like you should need to leave the race." No, you 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 let your emotion. We can't have somebody that let their emotions get yeah. the best of them. No. He was yeah, ahead of his time. House. <laughs> we need you on a level six. Yeah, yeah he would have been know. vice president now with that type of behavior. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is none of them care about you or your plate. So just no, no, keep baker no, no. keep bakering about who's better. Yeah, so then that's why we go back to you know the center as we were talking about for your podcast <laughs> right. because it's like yeah you know that's it, why all we care about is movies and music. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly. all we care about is movies and music, and that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I blame Tim for steering us into this political. Yeah. That, that that's, that's your NPR yeah. fucking section of the yeah. night right there. <laughs> and now a field loop. <laughs> but um, so going back to those two podcasts, um, how often do you do them? Try to do them. I mean, they've it varies because I'm. Burnt out, but you know we try to go once a week. So on both, yeah, ah, oh, yeah. That's try tough. to go once a week on both, and then adding in the uh, the USB show is you still doing that every other week. Starting back up, and what what's that about? It's uh, that is more political driven because I, I the dude I do the show with is completely tinfoil hat out of his mind. Okay, like he's what does he think about Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago, he saw he was he was talking about Epstein. Was and he? Clinton. Oh, three years ago, I, I had a guy at work like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. So, so adding that uh, that show into the mix, uh, I'm I'm gonna just be uh, I'm tired of hearing myself. Really? Yeah, am. you're just busy, just yeah, burnt, and then throw in doing the comedy and being a dad, and it's you know I literally every day I feel like Henry Hill going to get the babysitter's lucky hat. Yeah, you know. Oh, for sure. You like look at <laughs> that girl. Who's stirring the sauce so right bad. now? She's like, I'm not going anywhere without my hat. She's one of the most annoying characters in film history in film for history, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So annoying. That is up there. A goddamn hat. That's actually a good show. She's gonna fuck up a whole big deal like that with her hat, and he let it. He let it he go. Let it happen. <laughs> Doesn't fly. So aggravating, and that's my favorite movie. But of all also time. like Debbie Mazer, like you know, control yourself. <laughs> clean, clean the place up. Yeah, you know, like you're not doing nothing all day. And and any speed freak I've ever known, they could like stay up all night cleaning. Sometimes they did, you know. But going back to that, so okay, you're also talking about comics. Um, You're doing stand up too. Went back to doing stand up. Uh, First time I did stand up was about 20 years ago. Really? Yeah. How old Um, are you? You got to be over 20. yeah, I was well. Seriously, good man. Yeah, do the math carry the one divided four? Yeah. So then I stopped because you know life, 
You know, you got to actually, you know, pay bills and do things, and yeah. comedy's not going to pay anything. Wow, it's five dollar uh, cover charge. It is. This is two item minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of your bartender. We'll, yeah. we'll give you mic time if you purchase two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Uh, or you can come down to you know whatever Jewish temple is having a comedy night and tell your jokes. Tell your jokes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, those are fun. Um, and so I stopped, but then, you know, doing stuff with the breweries, right? Because I also brew beer. So, like, you know, I do stuff with different breweries around the island. Uh, Great South Bay was like, listen, we want to do a comedy night. I want you to do it. So I started doing it again. And I met, that's when I met uh, my podcast partner, Mike Keegan, doing that about four years ago. And then uh, separately met his girlfriend, and we became close friends. And that's Carla. And so we just, you know, started doing the comedy thing, the podcast, because it's it's like hanging out in a green room a lot. You Does know? it like keep your chops up, basically? Yes. Yeah, it's it, that sharpens that tool. Absolutely. How hard is it to like write? Like, like wh- how much time could you do right now? I could do 15. I wouldn't say, I'd say probably th- maybe 12 or 11 of it is I'm comfortable with. Okay. You know, because just getting back into it, I've been back into it about a year and a half now since the last time I did it three years ago. What's the difference now? Um, Props. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> All the time. Are you ready to smash some fruit? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Oh, you're a prop guy. I, br- I brought in some Frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. A big Cut. trunk he pulled Cut out on out. stage. <laughs> Cut it out. Yeah, that guy, right? <laughs> the thing that I that I, I noticed a lot um, is uh, 20 years ago, like everybody was out for themselves and, and cutthroat and nobody cared about anybody else. Now that community is very supportive. Everybody wants to book each other on their shows and stuff like that. For sure. So it's, it's become a really tight-knit group of people, which it's I like to see because, like I said, back in the day, oof, people would slice your throat just for three minutes. Uh, did you ever meet our, our buddy Neil? I have not met Neil. Okay. Uh, surprisingly enough, I have not met Neil. Um, have you subscribed to his <clears throat> YouTube channel? I have seen. I have seen. Shout out to Neil Rubenstein. That's how you paint for the video. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Contractually obligated. <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's, he's pretty good at pushing that. I, I just wasn't sure if you met him. He's a comedian also, and uh, he's he's grinding, man. He's he's doing his thing. He's he's at Govs tonight. He was, uh, I know he's headlining, uh, I think, Levittown, because he was on Govs Radio, I don't know, a couple hours ago. Okay. So, yeah, I, you know, I just never have crossed paths with him. Carla loves him, so... Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Let's. Um, I know we wanted to talk real quick about the Slayer thing because you went to the Slayer. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. This. The Slayer New York farewell. Yeah. Show farewell number three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? You know, in light of Molly Crew news, yeah. that this is it. But um, go yeah, it was cool. My yeah. um, <laughs> crew unplugged, Slayer unplugged. Um, my. Uh, my sister flew up my nephew, uh, who's 17 years old. Shout out to Evan Dyer, who's flying the metal flag hard. He ain't listening. He listens. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He listened to the Slayer show. Oh. That's a great show, by the way. He told my sister about the stealing the bike story. Okay. Everyone loves Ron. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> but um, anyway, so he flew up from Virginia, so I got to take him to his first Slayer show, so it was pretty fucking fun for me. How old is he? Uh, 17. Right. Yeah. And... um. But it was it was cool. It was cool. Uh, Phil came on, did a um, 
a Pantera set with the Illegals, and he sounded great. He looked great. Like, definitely put on a good show. I've never, I never got to see Pantera back in the day. I wasn't as big a fan of I them. Once. I was yeah. big into Vulgar Display, but like, uh, that was kind of it. I never was all in on Pantera. I was listening to more hip hop and other shit later yeah. on in the nineties. But anyway, so I never got to see them live. Vulgar so Display is the one. That's the one. And he did a great set list of all the fucking classic shit. He played it totally right. Crowd was into it. Started at six o'clock, but wow. there was a lot. There was a lot of people there. Four bands. He you know? played at six. He played at six. Holy yeah. shit! And um, uh, then Ministry came on. Did a Ministry set. You know. All the classics uh, threw in Super Knot. They were great. Did they uh, put up the screen and and make fun of? Uh... They de- they definitely they didn't put the big Trump babies oh, or yeah, any yeah. of that. You know they because I wasn't sure how some of that was gonna fly nah. because they're not like the headliner. Yeah, and I, th- I think uh, Al knew who was buttering his bread that night. <laughs> Just keep it For you sure. know keep it safe. Yeah. But uh, they you know they were great. Um, uh, Primus that was it was a cool left turn. You know what I mean. Uh, Les Claypool knew too He's like Cause I heard people behind me Like oh god I can't believe they're playing on this show I don't know, I'm not in there and Wait, Les- They just figured it out like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah They were just had to Have a running commentary On everything Fucking uh, They were one of those Annoying people behind me But anyway Sometimes uh, you end up Next to the annoying person That ruins your show Yeah yeah, they were. It, it, these people were annoying, but luckily, you know, once they started playing, it was fucking really loud in there. So, uh, but Les Les Claypool was like, you know, now's a good time to go check out that Slayer merch. Yeah, like, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck, yeah, you know. But he was totally honored to have the, you know, to play the show, and you know, he's God, he's so fucking amazing. I mean, maybe the best person to ever pick up. Did the they play the three piece? Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping that uh, they were going to go into the Exorcist or something because yeah. they had a shirt. I don't know if you saw that I, I saw. posted. Totally uh, possessed. A knockoff on the Beyond the Gates uh, yeah, yeah. possessed thing. and um, they, But they didn't do that. They didn't do a couple of songs I thought they would have done. But, uh, you know, Les Claypool was amazing. You know what I mean? It's just. It's amazing what he does with a fucking. I think, instrument. like, out of every, you know, uh, main support that Slayer had on. Uh, Primus would be, you know, it just it doesn't take away from them because then you get pummeled by Slayer. Like yeah, it's like it, it was cool as like a dynamics, you know what I mean? Yeah, like before uh, it's like okay, here's Lamb of God, now Slayer, and it's like yeah, all right, hate breed, like it's just always yeah. the same fucking show yeah. every time. Here but, comes uh, Double Bass, yeah, and Slayer <laughs> Slayer came out and played their Slayer set, you know, yeah. like and 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 my nephew was loving it. I loved being able to take him there so i was vibing off that you know what i mean but um Did you feel old as hell looking at him <laughs> he reminds me so much of me dude yeah. he like looks like me when at that age and shit like that it was yeah. kind of cool like a full circle did you let him break a window on the way out <laughs> <laughs> totally <right>. um <laughs> but uh i i think they were a little better at jones beach Okay. Um, and I thought they were very mediocre. Yeah, speech. I mean, listen, I've seen great set list. I've probably seen them more than any other band in my life, besides like probably Black Label Society in this moment, just yeah. for for financial reasons. <laughs> um, but uh, shout out to Jeff. They, uh, you know, Kerry King fucked up an intro to a song like, four say. times, and just the fact too, like. Uh, I don't know. Listen, I can't tell them what to do. Obviously, no one, no one would they ever hear. But uh. Like when a band's closing out their whole shit like that, I could deal with like one opener or just them and maybe get into a couple of deeper cuts. 
mm-hmm. like things you're never going to hear live again, supposedly. I just saw uh, Taken Back Sunday on their 20-year anniversary, and they brought out one band like for every show. So it's like you see the yeah. one band, and then they do like a two-plus-hour set of their 20-year. Even though it was a cool lineup, I would have preferred like you know them to hear them do like evil has no boundaries or bust out some fucking old crazy yeah. song you know from back in the day and then like i said it was a good lineup and stuff but you know the four bands you know and uh uh i was, the the set list could have been a little more adventurous for sure it was safe it seemed like everything that they normally play but i uh, got the vibe that you know they're done they're done <laughs> like so i do felt you th- like, do you think that they're yeah, gonna that come it. back i felt like, like the, de- the death rattle at the, at the <laughs> tom's death rattle <laughs> what about it what about if like poison and Def leopard opened do you well think listen they would, <laughs> they would that's come a back. whole nother ballpark let's but, talk uh, about motley crew yeah big what news think, what do you think about that tim you give a shit? I can't fucking believe that. I mean, McMars has been dead for 18 years. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Honest to God. What a trooper. Seriously. Yeah. He was 100 back then. He doesn't even have kids, right? Didn't he? I I'm know. pretty sure he's a like, lizard What are you person. working for? You can't take it with you. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I guess he really likes to play. You know, for me, like, when I see a band like that, everyone's, like, all angry. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, who cares? Like, what do they do? Five, six years later, you know, Live Nation fucking yeah, tells... people are mad that they... I thought that was their last show, and now it's not. Like, yeah. all right, well... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't go to Don't... this one, and it, it'll be the last show for you. <laughs> you That's know? what I did with the Misfits. Like, yeah. I saw the Misfits in Madison Square Garden. It was supposed to be their last show. Guess what? <laughs> They're wasn't. playing Philly. <laughs> and uh, to me, I said, you know what? That is my last show. Well, Thank you could you just, well, it was their last New York show, maybe. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, you know, it's like, like, just like anything in life. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't support easy. it. It's easy. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, yo, go get yours. That's what I say. Like, whatever. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. Like, they made the whole promote promotional video with, like, the desk and the yeah. contract exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that shit was like, here's another, all right, man. Here's another funny it. thing about the band, and I'll, I'll hot take this. I said it on Facebook. When you really break down the band that Live Nation offered up, a, what 120 million to get back together whatever it was mm-hmm. arguably some people say they have one good album <laughs> maybe two and that i'm gonna say two. it's it's one and a half maybe three quarters <laughs> okay i give two fast for Let's, love and uh and shout, shout at the, the devil, devil. Uh, okay so basically their last great album shout out the devil's their best came out in 1983 oh, yeah. yeah then they somehow they they spent the rest of their career ruining their image with <laughs> with the rest of the music that they put out every song after song <laughs> but they couldn't like kill if, it if you really basically like if you took all their songs and put a batting average to it yeah they'd be batting like 125 well i, th- I think they're the perfect uh epitome and representation of that 80s excess yeah. glam thing that people retroact you know nostalgically oh, want to yeah. live and the movie didn't hurt and, either and people like i want i want to do cocaine and get my dick sucked and that's what people look at and they're like <laughs> and then and if you're gonna play without that's you fine gonna... then i'll watch <laughs> you gonna play you know yeah i heard though like before this news dropped that it was official like i heard they were trying to put it together for a while but i heard they were trying to get you know vince to like had to lose like 40 50 like they put like a health thing in 
this is, I don't know if this is true or whatever, but to ensure the tour and whatever, they wanted to know, like, because, you know, we've all, because, his videos are legendary. Because he looks what, like Sam Kinison today. Yeah. yeah. He can't, like, his, yeah. he's out of breath. He's letting the audience sing it and stuff like that. But like, yo, man, have some, pro- like, you, you got this one tour on the table. Get yourself in tip top and go out there and at least like. Yeah, what is he doing the rest of it? Like see, that I get like being bent if I was a fan. Like, but you know what I mean? Like put a little effort. Just put some effort in. Because yeah, you're some, clearly not like putting listen, any effort I'm going to go to work it. for the next two months to put some money together. To get go the watch babysitter. You. Yeah. <laughs> plank the plans. Like, you yo. know what you're doing? You're not doing anything now till the tour starts in like, yeah. you know, three months. Right. Go to the gym. You know, like do something with yourself. Yeah. Well, keep I the go, drinking under control for one tour. It's like, not like he needs to go. You know, he's not like you know uh, installing roofs. Yeah. You know, like he has time. <laughs> Yo, totally. No, just everybody going to that concert is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> just I don't know, man. Like I, I would think that Nikki Six seems like pretty professional about his business and shit that they, you know. But those bands really, it, I think it just represents like nostalgia because when you think about even poison like what what did poison ever do they had like maybe one or two albums they suck (laughs) (laughs) but like arguably like motley crew is like alice in chains poison's like uh god smack yeah (laughs) you know Uh, even guns and roses guns and roses made one good album in 1987 yet they could sell out like they could play selden and everyone in selden would go Listen, if you if you you know get lightning in a if you're the Sex Pistols and you put out never mind the bollocks and nothing else, you're legendary forever. Like if you struck, you know, if you make an album that epic, you know, yeah. you can milk off, you can live off. You know, that murder forever. suicide doesn't hurt either, so <laughs> that juices things up. I'm not I'm not hating on it. It's just funny because like when you know people put out great records mm-hmm. um, over and over again, and you know they. They have the success, but like certain, it, it just goes back to the fact that most people don't like music. They just like beer. They like hanging out. They like getting a babysitter, um, and that's what they go for, I guess. Because like, mm. what other reason? I mean, listen, if that that's like a total eighties perfect package. For it is that. I mean, they they they're gonna make so much fucking money. I see people posting about it all the time that I, I mean, never see post about music on Facebook. Def Leppard sells out every time. They, they I'm surprised they every time that they would like agree to open. I get the vibe yeah. like they think they're like they never really like embrace being in like the metal community. They no. were always like we're a hard rock man or yeah. this and that. Like, but I guess if the fucking the bottom line is right, then yeah. you know. We'll, Whatever, but hmm. I'm sure they know they're better than Motley Crue as a far as performance well, wise. You know, going back to that, um, bands will reunite, and that's cool. You know, yeah, as long the as they're to, alive, fucking go, as go long get as that alive, money. Uh, and bands, you know, what was that video of Kiss playing on a boat to like eight oh, people to the sharks? To the sharks? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how much money? There's eight people there. What did they pay to be on that boat? <laughs> There's only eight people in the audience, and you know, like Gene Simmons is thinking, like he don't get out of bed for like fucking <laughs> less than like five days. He's in fucking Australia. Yeah, I think I didn't read. Uh, you know, I like headlines better than reading the whole thing. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. But I think they had some other thing I they were the gonna video. do, and then they did that. Yeah, the video is just hilarious, man. Like, I, I mean, l- they're just 
I mean, I, my prediction is with with Kiss is like uh, they're gonna when they're done, they're retiring, right? <laughs> they yeah. they're quitting too yeah. after this tour. <laughs> they're just gonna he's gonna like lease the Kiss brand out and get four young kids to play Kiss songs and paint their face and wear their whole thing. It's yeah. just gonna be like this product. He's talked about that, right? Doing yeah. that? I don't know. Like, he, he licensing rights? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there you go. And I think, you know, once again, and it comes down to this, it, it just comes down to the people. Because and I it, respect the hustle. Yeah, I respect oh, yeah. the hustle. The music because, is trash. But <laughs> because if you <laughs> tell me oh, that you're going to do that and you're still going to get 10,000 people to be like, fuck it, I'm just going to go watch these four guys. <laughs> like, Yeah, and there's going to be kiss conventions and shit. They're, they're kind of like, they have not that dead fish kind of thing yeah. you know grateful dead fish thing that these kiss fans and shit but i don't get it but hey god bless them you know no neither do i and you know don't don't get me started on the grateful dead because it's a very sore subject every time every time we talk about them <laughs> um but well, yeah it, it just comes down to like what people spend and um you know, demand is out there. Go get it. Yeah, you know? like you, you can't begrudge them that. Uh, the same thing with like the 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 the, the, hol- the hologram things. You know, yeah. like I couldn't imagine, but it's like if you're putting together a show and people go, like, all right, I guess it yeah, depends. Why on, not, man? Yeah. The way How am I, I going to tell you too? not to go? Like, put look at like my nephew is seventeen. Right? He likes Dio and shit. And yeah. that thing rolled in the town playing and whatever, and he wanted to hear an evening of Dio music with a live band still. Yeah. And that. Fucking cool. You know? Yeah, for sure. You don't like it, don't fucking buy a ticket. It's really that That's easy. It, yeah. You know? But, and then it goes back to like social media. And it's fun. Sometimes it's fun to complain about certain things because we can and we, we could sure. we can make commentary. But then there's other people that genuinely are like upset, upset. over certain things. <laughs> I'm just like, God, like you have nothing. Like, what else is going on in your life? Like, how could you be this mad over a, a, cu- a cup that says "Merry Coffee"? Like, you really that mad? Like, what's like that's insane. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? So, um, I know Chris Longuito. Shout out to him. Talked about our video shoot where yes. he, he ran around like the undercover jock that he is. Um, so Neil, our buddy Neil Rubenstein, shot a video for my band. And uh, that's what I did over the weekend. And it was Touch a lot football, of fun. right? You know, Neil heard the song and he had an idea. And if someone is willing to do something with and for me, with us, um, I'm just like, whatever. That's cool. It's like, whatever your vision is, like, I, I trust in him to to really come up with something cool. So he, the only thing he asked me is like, are you cool getting hit in the head with a football? And I was like... I mean, not really, but okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> For the know, art, man. how bad could it possibly hurt? <laughs> so we're there. And at the end of the, of the shoot, like, uh, I guess he's trying to get this shot and, uh, this big, like the strongest guy there, he was the one that's throwing the football and Neil's trying to get a shot of like people running on both of my sides, but then the football missing everyone and just hitting me in, in the back of the head. Okay, whatever. So my back is turned there while he I'm singing along to the song and I see the football fly to my right. Doesn't hit me. I'm like, okay. So he does it again. <laughs> Flies to my left. I'm like, uh, you're just waiting. And then he fucking like nails me in the middle of my back and I'm like, oh <laughs> and Neil's like, yo, that's awesome. Do it again. He's like, but try not to react. And I'm just like <laughs> try not to react. 
And then he fucking cocks back, and I'm like waiting and waiting. I'm just like, boom. And then he hits me like right yeah. square in the fucking. It was so funny, so perfect. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. we all laughed. It was so. It was a lot of fun. Um, right. and we we just figured it was like you know we make lyric videos and I do those stupid like horror movie video clips that we were just like let's just make a real video with right. the concept because why the fuck not with technology like yo technology's crazy yeah like I don't know what kind of production you do on on the the stuff yeah. um or if you fuck with like iMovie or whatever the I, fuck I do you do yeah like, iMovie wh- and um there's I forget what one on uh on the PC that I use but I, I like messing around with the video shit it's just fun. Yeah. It's completely fun. Like yeah. you could do so much fucking cool stuff. Um, you know, the band stuff, headliner, all that other stuff. And uh if you don't know how to do anything, just go to YouTube. YouTube will you could type up how to murder someone and get away with it on YouTube mm-hmm. and there'll be like ten videos there. <laughs> it's true. Like each some, one of them has Shannon Gilbert's picture on it. That's just like, <laughs> <that's> exactly <laughs> I don't know who Shannon Gilbert is. It's the Gilgo killer. Ah! Thing, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the girl from uh Wait, they Roseanne? found out who was the the Gilgo killer? I missed it. I don't think they found out who it was, but they think it was Bissett, right? Didn't uh, the dude that owned Bissett Nursery shoot himself? He was like involved with oh, the Long yeah. Island Aquarium. I could have sworn it was this guy I work with. <laughs> everyone <laughs> has that one I guess guy. He's off the hook. Oh yeah. Well, because everyone just they're like, yo, I think it's this guy, and it's always like some random dude that they know. Yeah. You know, so you're so quiet. <laughs> So, all right. Shout out to Gilgo Beach. The reason, the reason we're getting together uh, to talk some shit, we had a lot of fun with the uh, the brackets for for the horror movie one, yeah. For for Halloween, Um, it was cool to just pick sixteen horror movie sequels, and um, it it felt like really, like you don't know, like we like brackets. We like brackets. I think you guys have done brackets too, right? Oh, brackets all the time. What was we the did last one? Um, the last one might have been romantic movies Hot. that we did. Oh, yeah, I remember that we did on Valentine's Day. We were all drinking wine, and yeah, <laughs> things happened. Romantic uh, movies, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess. Well, what one? Princess Bride, I think. Okay. You know, which definitely probably shouldn't have. I don't know how that's a. Rom- I mean, a guess love story, or whatever. Yeah, it's, but it's in the wheelhouse. But we did romantic a comedy. We did a hot '80s guy bracket once. Now, all of these are sounding vaguely familiar. Who won that one? Uh River Phoenix. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure, Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> Was Jan Michael Vincent in there? I think he might have been because Chris likes to go thirty-two down to sixteen, and the, this is why it takes fucking three years in a day. Thirty-two. Wow. It's ridiculous. yeah. No, they go in. They go That's in. Deep. Thorough. Like whenever yeah. I start listening to the show, they're like, "Yeah, number hundred and we're like, "What?" <laughs> It's just an excuse wow. to prolong the drinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think we were in a bar when we were doing that. That's wow. ridiculous. Wow. Guys. So um yeah. yeah, so we we I figured let's try to do it with a group that we like and mm-hmm. uh pick sixteen songs and basically, you know, just talk about the minutiae that is uh these albums and we, we picked a tribe called Quest because yo, know, in high school there were certain groups that just like, if you went somewhere and somebody had control, like, you know, you couldn't put on Injustice for All. No. You couldn't put on, like, you know, anything ridiculous, like Onyx. Like, it was just one of those things where 
if you put on Tribe or like Beastie Boys, people were like, I was like, just going to say one or the other. Like, right all right. There, Everyone was good. like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yep. It was like, just like vibe music. Like you hang out and you're like, okay, we, we, we could, we could totally hang out to 100%. this. Um, Tribe was definitely that group uh, in, in the nineties for sure. They have six albums. You know, I guess we can get into our favorites later on. And, uh, but be- before that, you know, that's my introduction to them. Like, how did you start listening to them, Tim? Um, I have, I have two older siblings and my sister came home. Um, and the first song I heard was left my wallet in El Segundo. And I was like, what in the fuck is this? It just was n- like nothing I'd ever heard. And I, you know, I loved eighties hip hop. Um, you know, from Run DMC to, you know, when LL first dropped. Um, I was a hip-hop kid for a long time. Like, I was a actively try-to-get-stretch-and-bobito tapes type of dude. So when I first heard that song, I'm like, this is amazing. You know, Tip's production on everything is so unique. Yeah. You know, which is, uh, it's great why Nas grabbed him, you know, to to help produce on his uh, debut. One love, one love. Yeah. It's just he's. It's just so unique, and uh, and as much as Tip gets, uh, you know, a lot of the attention, I Fife's lyrics to me are the greatest thing about Tribe, in my opinion. That so. the lyrics and and also you know back to Tip, his voice is like very distinct. Yes, totally. You know, like you hear it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's 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 cute, Tip. His production is so. I I really didn't even fully like. A, when I saw the documentary, I mean, you guys saw the documentary, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, definitely see it. But man, the way he looked for beats and and how layered the songs were with like multiple, you know, tracks that he's pulling off of to put these things together. And they're so lush. Like, uh, he's one of the best producers in hip hop history, period. Like, yeah, the, the documentary was super sad. I remember seeing it uh, in the theater by myself. And uh, I was like the only person in there. That is, is that why it was sad? <laughs> <laughs> I like going to the movies by myself, by the I way, because I could eat all the popcorn, drink all the soda, and also I like doing things spontaneously. If if it's Saturday and I want to go see a movie, you just go. I just go. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not. As long as the time aligns, I'm going. Right. I can go eat by myself. Like I don't care. I do shit by myself. I, I don't mind it. Um. And after the movie, it was just sad because of just like their relationship. Yeah. You know, to me, it reminded me of like the Pixies documentary where it's a group that you grow up on and then you see them in real life and you're like, oh, mm. you're like, you guys are kind of like weird with each other. Like, you're not yeah. really like, you're not like, you know, sure. boys. Oh, yeah. It's a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like when you see, you know, uh, what, who's crying? <laughs> Kirk Hammett. It's <laughs> 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 some kind of monster. Yeah. <laughs> I think that ruined Metallica's career, by the way. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're that wrong. Was, that was pretty bad. You go from Cliff Amal, where you're like, yeah, these guys are so badass, yeah. to like the most effeminate sounding guys crying in therapy. And oh, but anyway, no, fuck that. How, yeah. So I, after the movie, there was two other people there, and one happened to be um, a friend of Michael Rappaport's who made the movie. And she's like, oh, you know, Mike, Mike was my student, you know, and he made this movie, and I started talking to her. Um, and that's, I will always, you know, as much of a goofball as Mike Rappaport is now, that guy knows hip hop. Oh yeah, no doubt. He's the real deal. Um, he, I, I didn't listen to the new premiere episode. He always was a goofball. Yeah. I mean, he was Remy. (laughs) 
you know he was fucking he was Remy I love him because he's just true, so, true so romance. New York you know but uh, so New York yeah but uh, he names his son Maceo after fucking De La Soul yeah um, but if you listen so uh, the Rogan thing like when he had the RZA on did you listen to that one I did. How brutal is that? <laughs> this is pretty. Was I was this? gonna, and then I was reading what you. <laughs> I mean, he saying, didn't like, say anything. The cereal. He said two beef. things. He yeah. said two things. Bong bong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three things. <laughs> but he was talking about like uh, the, the one of the cool things that Rizzo said about um, um, hip hop on the Rogan show <clears throat> was um, I forgot how it even came up, but you know we were talking about uh, oh maybe he said the difference between you know Joe asked him about today's hip-hop and back then. And he was talking about sampling, which I love. To me, sample-based hip-hop is what I love. Right. That's the best. It's the best. Like, I hear those beats. I hear the cuts. And then RZA said that now kids that couldn't afford a guitar or a bass or whatever, now it's like they're just making their own music to sample. So that's why it sounds modern and not like it used to. He started doing that though too. Well, yeah, maybe he was just covering his you track. You know what I mean? Like he got away from. <laughs> Yo, who was it? Like Ghostface? Go- Go- Ghost Corey was, Kwan was uh, like, he's like, yeah, this dude showing up with a guitar. I thought he was out of his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this with uh, with Lord Goat. Oh, oh yeah, Goat, yeah, and about sample based stuff and yeah. how, and the RZA and that came up and stuff because he kind of got away from that and was just making. Yeah, you know what I mean, but. Yeah, like the way Premiere does it, stuff like that. That's always going to be my People favorite. St- it just, you know, I mean? you know, it just sounds like the, you know, I try not to sound like the old guy, mm-hmm. and it's it just hard sometimes. But it's it does like when you smell that, you're like, yeah, you hear like check the rhyme. You're like, oh yeah, that's 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 hip hop. Like, yeah. you know, I I I mean, you could think Post Malone is rap, but is it really? Right. You know, it's it's so. morphed into something else. Yeah, you know, it's morphed it's, it's, into and it and that's which I fun. get, but you know, listen, t- the way I'm looking at, at Tribe right now is the way somebody's <laughs> looking at Post Malone. That's their truth. I get it. It's not for me, and that's fine. You know, um, but yeah. So <laughs> that's what RZA said, and then he said so, he said a couple of things. Um, you know, uh, on the on the Rogan podcast now. The reason I brought that up was because when Rappaport had on Premiere, anytime he has a hip-hop artist on his podcast, he gets really into it and really deep. And, and um, you know, Rogan's good for, like, if he has, like, a CIA guy or, like, someone that, that's, like... Other comedians. Comedians are good, too, but, like, yeah. people that, that, that do, like, weird random shit, because that's what he wants to know about. He knows nothing about music. He knows nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> Like he had Josh Homme on from Queens of the Stone Age, and for a minute I got excited, and then I heard it. And I'm like, he talked about praying mantises. It's like three hours. <laughs> he talked seriously, like praying mantises, yeah. uh, whales, like just the most. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he'd be like, "Yo, that song, no one knows, really good." <laughs> Didn't he have Maynard on too at one point? He had I Maynard so, on. And it yeah. was so. That was wow. It was painful. Stiff. But it's kind of like I guess. Oh, what did I compare it to? It's it's like when you watch Days and Confused mm-hmm. and Slater, like when they're hanging out yeah. and they're smoking a joint, and he's like, "That's what that song's about, man." <laughs> yeah, that's what that song's about, man. <laughs> the aliens, we're the like, and that's kind of like that's what it is. That's uh, what the show uh, is. It's just he just yeah, the music ones. Uh, they just ripped. I did enjoy the David Lee Roth one with Rogan, but 
I digress. I digress. Yes. Well, right, the, the How thing do we with get David from Tribe Called Quest. I have no idea. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get so um we picked 16 Tribe Called Quest <clears throat> songs yes. and uh you know, we're going to talk about them and then we're going to get to our favorite one. Now, before we start, we we retired scenario cuz I don't know if it would have been number 1. But to me, I feel like that's the quintessential. It's the greatest posse cut of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I you think. hear that and like if you hear that song and don't want to like, I don't know, drive off a cliff. That song was so bananas big when it came out yeah. too. Everybody was playing that shit. It, yeah. You know. Many I people know got if, robbed to that song. Love that song. <laughs> you know? Love that Stabbed, song. Stabbed. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it made Busta Rhymes career. It did. It was 100%. big in the cars. It was big in the clubs. It was everywhere you know so you know we we threw it on a jersey and we retired it just so it wouldn't fuck up yeah any of the brackets so uh, all right so let's let's start this up i'm gonna put the music in the background i don't know what that's gonna sound like but i guess i'll edit it out if if it sounds like shit fix it in post (laughs) fix it in pro tools Mm -hmm. okay cool so the first match we're gonna go with um as you could hear can i kick it from the first album um long title let me read it people's instinctive travels and the paths yes, of rhythm, rhythm. the I would, first one yeah yo i swear <laughs> to god i'm like yo the first tribe yeah. um that's what everybody called it so i matched that up with it with another song off the record uh bonita applebaum Ooh. so Right that's off a the tough bat, tough one off the bat. Right, I mean, even it, merged together too, because when uh, yeah, well, that's why I did it. Benita fades out, right? It goes into the. It's sixteen of the best songs. No, no, when this one goes out. It's... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. when the, no, no, uh, Benita goes into. I this used one. to hate it DJing because I was queuing up, queuing up Benita Applebaum was took so long I get past the intro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, all right, am let's I going go first. No, let's go w- with our guest. Okay. So Tim, out of those two songs. What do you think would be the one that you would pick as, you know, I don't know, if you were on a desert island and, and could only reach one? I uh, can I kick it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As much as Bonita is one of those, man, that's a, just an interesting beat altogether. I think it's probably the most interesting beat on on that album of um, really interesting beats. But this one is just like, a, this is a head nodder. Mm. Head nodder. Right. Read. Uh, sh- yeah, shout yeah. out Lou Reed. Right. Shout out Dave Dinkins to, to date itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you please be our mayor? Yeah, he was not a good mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they age well. So racist. <laughs> oh, we got Arthur Ashe Stadium out of it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what about you, Langan? Um, tough one, but uh, I'm going to pick Benita Applebaum. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. I... Uh, I just love how smooth that fucking song is, man. Is it because you got the most pussy with it? <laughs> <laughs> I did all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I it's just it's such a fucking smooth track. I, I, I'm gonna put that on. Go ahead. Keep I love. Going. I don't know. I don't know what the samples are from. I don't know if there's like a Roy Ayers fucking thing in there, but uh, it, it it's one of my favorite tribe songs. And uh, you hear it? Ready? Yeah. yeah. What is See, that? Sit-talk? You had to keep cruising past. Is that Robbie this. Shankar? <laughs> you had to keep forward and past this to get to the beat to drop it. But every time he played it, it was good fucking in the club. But uh, 
Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with that. And shout out too. I was listening to the the re-release of this album too. The um, Pharrell mix of this was pretty good that they re- they put on the re-release. Okay, I didn't hear that. And uh, Can I Kick It had a J Cole oh yeah, yeah mix yeah. on there that was pretty good yeah, too yeah. that I never listened to before. But uh, yeah, J Cole is really <clears throat> fucking great, and he he's in the yeah. mix a lot. Um, he's on the new Gangstar record. And yes. he's great on it. Fucking really good on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, to throw that in there because I never listened to those before. But uh, Benita by a nose for me. Okay. Me? Tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got to go. Can I kick it? Can I kick it just because, um, like, this is fun. You hear it in the back and it's, you know, you kind of, you know hanging out but can i kick it man you put that shit on at a club or wherever if you're djing people just get live to it and um the one thing about that song is it's very easy to decipher so it's one of those hip-hop songs that you could sing you could rap to Mm -hmm. you know and and it's got such a you know inclusive thing you just go and like you just remember the words very memorable uh and that lou reed man yeah yeah i'm sure he hated (laughs) probably hated the sample Probably because he, he probably didn't get paid for it back then, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I don't think you had to. What year, what year was this? This was... Uh... 1990. Right. Yeah. He was probably nodding off anyway. That was yeah, Penix for And the Color Girls Sing. <laughs> he, got the, he got the last laugh on the world by fucking making Lulu, so... Yeah! <laughs> you know. Do you know how that album happened? Yeah. You remember... Yeah, it was the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. They were like, we should do an album together or whatever. And in, in it was lo- one of those things like when you run up to an old friend and it's like, yo, we got to get together. But yeah, you man. both know you're not gonna. And then probably when the phone rang, Lars was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He really wants to do this. <laughs> what do we say? I don't know. Let's do it. But, anyway. Arguably one of the worst records I've ever heard in my life. I, that that might pretty be, bad. In the last 10 years, That that is the worst record ever. It's pretty bad. All right, so yeah, can I kick it? Goes on. The next one will be ready. Oh, that's my, such a swerving song, right there. God damn, fucking probably my favorite opening track. So good to any Tribe Called Quest record. I could still recite every word, and yeah. I can't rap for shit. Are you gonna do it? Back in the days <laughs> when I was a teenager, <laughs> the guy had a pager. Yeah, yeah. It- um. So this. Will go up with Midnight Marauders song lyrics to go. Oh, no! It's this. It's it's excursions, and and it's it's because I don't know. It's because this is how it starts off, and it's oh, it, it hits. Just, it builds. It it right. It just hits on every level, and it's a perfect intro to a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just hear, that, like, it's just, like, all right, so 1991, I, this was probably, like, the pinnacle, actually, no, maybe Digable Planets later on after this, but the the marriage of hip-hop and jazz. Right. This like, is the, the best ever, yeah. I think, representation. Uh, I don't know. Ever. I still think Digable Planets reach and really, <laughs> I mean, yeah. No love for Jazzmatazz? I love Jazzmatazz. <laughs> I yeah, and Primo was doing lots of, but as a whole album statement, I don't know. It just ah, this album was such a game changer. I'm obviously going excursions too. I might as well just throw my my vote yeah. out there. You know what I mean? Let, but let's let's hear the, that bass and that snare. It just it's this, perfect. I love this. Yeah, I mean, that listen, lyrics to go. These songs are all good, obviously, but uh, 
yeah, that's just uh, excursions is such a table setter for what's about to come. It's just perfect. Uh yeah, arguably the best leading track that they have on all six records. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrics to go, you know, one of the later tracks in Midnight Marauders. Um, I love the sample. I love the vibe to it. Um, super catchy, but man, you know, it, it's... And, and you put up a poll recently for the better album, Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders. I voted Low End Theory just instinctually at the beginning, but it really... Uh-oh. Me and this... you? Me and you. Are we on the same page on this? <laughs> yeah. I may, uh, when I was putting the list together... Don't of... tell Malamo. What? About... Uh, yeah, because the... he's a Midnight Marauders guy. No, no. I, Midnight Marauders, I think, is the better record. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm... I, I was like you. When I put the poll up, I was like, uh, low in theory. And then revisiting all six albums. As like, a whole album, there's more. Yeah. Like, it's 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 a better album from start to finish. Because low in theory, as... great beginning, great ending. Some songs in the middle are good. There's a couple of songs yeah. that aren't amongst my favorites and stuff but the songs that are my favorites oh, on low end theory are, the are best. so good yeah but as a whole play long play put the album on and sit back the, this is every song on, every song i love on low end theory kills everything on exactly midnight. but as a whole for sure yeah I, what what would you go i would go midnight yeah for the the same reason the the songs on low end are Will forever be hip hop classics, mm-hmm. right? And and there are there are songs of Marauders that that are that way, but the songs that aren't classics, still good songs, not as good as as uh, the songs on Midnight. Yeah. Totally. So, I came to that conclusion begrudgingly, mm-hmm. and I really fell in love with the first record again. Yeah, me by too, the way. man. It was very like I don't know. You the know what we'll one? do? Yeah, the wordy yeah. one, the first one. We'll we'll, we'll give our, our list at, uh, the the six at the end then. Okay. Like we'll rank the records because right. my ranking has changed a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so the next one will be the first single off of Beats, Rhymes, and Life, which I thought was a super boring album. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Once again, <laughs> it's. Awful. What? This is the only good song there's, by far. There's a couple. I think this is the only listenable song on this album. Like I couldn't. I remember I didn't debatable. like it when it came out, but then when I was re-listening to everything, it was insufferable. It's so uninspired I, from a band that, and flat from a band flat. that is the opposite of that. You know, it just it's they, dead. Those first three albums are so good. <clears throat> And I remember, you watch the documentary too. You see where they're at when yeah. they made this. You know, it's it just it just seemed like the beats seemed like demos, mm-hmm. like they were minimalist demos. It's like okay, this is what it's going to sound like, and we're going to go in the studio and we're going to build on this. Um, like it's just it was like the same like it feels snare like a hit contractual obligation record or something. Yeah, like we had to put something out so. Anyway, anyway it, what, feels like, yeah. uh, it feels like it's just boring production, whereas boring production. The, the first three albums, y- you you feel like you could see him digging in crates mm-hmm. to find deep shit. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's well, lacking. We got, uh, once again, versus I Left My Well on Nelson Gun. <laughs> Tim? There's no, I just left my wallet, because it. it's my, you know. Do you know where he, he got that title from? I actually, do, no, I don't remember. So... I'm a big Sanford and Son fan. 
Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> Big Sanford and Son fan. And he basically said the same thing. He's like, you know, when he would watch it, he, you know, Fred Sanford would always talk about, you know, El Segundo. Yep. And that's what it was. <sighs> yeah. As a big Sanford and Son fan, man, like he just would, you know, it was always the heart attack or like he always lost something in El Segundo. El Segundo which yeah. was almost like the same thing that that um, Coach would do or no, Woody would do on Cheers. He would always say like back in Hanover. Yeah, back in, back in right. Hanover. So. El Segundo, or once again? El Segundo. I mean, once again, this isn't a bad song on a terrible album. I had a great drum and bass mix of it, too, but uh, 12 inch. <laughs> you know, you, you always crowbar that, that in, in every show. Because I hate drum and she bass. I hate drum and bass. But, um, I like drum and bass, just the, with the, other things. <laughs> just the instruments themselves. Yeah, um, yeah this uh, El Segundo, no brainer. All right, so El Segundo moves on. All right, so the next one, ready? This is match number four. Another banger off of the low end theory. Check the rhyme. Yeah. Check the rhyme against award tour. Oh, get out of here. Ooh. Ouch. So what I like what I like about this, um, the video is cool, right? They're just like rapping on time like this video please. is probably the first this they dropped this video first. This was the first single right. off this album. Yes. I think I saw the video on like Rap City or yep. some yeah. shit on BT, and that was my first exposure to Trap Cold Quest. Yeah, and oh, wow. I was and so it it's a special place for me. But you you go first. What do you got there? <sighs> I love a war tour, man. But like, there is nothing like check the rhyme you know i i it's for me personally it's it's in uh, definitely top five of my tribe songs just for you know what it is mm-hmm. you know and you're so right like it's the first time it's the first video i ever saw of them and i don't know if they did one before that i think that might be their first probably yeah. but i mean it's it just was one of those things high school that video you're right on rap city <laughs> four four thirty every day on much music um it's just so good. What about the number, the rule that they gave us about industry record people? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> number 4,080. Before Biggie told you all about shady people. And uh, also, on this song, to go back to Gangstar... Um, the funky introduction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and also, how far must you go to gain respect? Um, yeah. Off yeah. of Hard to Earn. So yeah. good. Premier rip. Yeah, definitely. Shit. But, uh, uh, they did have videos for uh, Benita Applebaum and uh, I think El Segundo, El Segundo. but yep. they weren't on my rate. I wasn't fucking with hip hop when that first came out. That like, was early when that re- released. Yeah, because yeah, this was, was like a year later. So yeah. maybe this video, yeah, yeah so ninety one docking records still or something. <laughs> but um, I was on Nevermind. But uh, yeah, check the rhyme for me, no doubt. It's uh, it's one of my favorite Tribe Called Quest songs ever. You know. It's uh, to award tour is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it is. Uh, can't say much about that, right. but um, let's put it on. You hear it? But yeah, check check the rhyme is uh, I can't fuck with that. That is great jazz hip hop. So Third. step off the Frankfurter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this 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 is a good song. Like you hear award tour, you're like, all right, you know, and you know, I think it was probably the first single. A lot of fun. You put the shit on. People, like... It was good live. I think it's, like, the catchiest... The catchier of the two. But when you hear Check the Rhyme, like, that's 
tribe DNA. Have you guys seen them uh, live? Yes. You did? Yeah, I saw them no. a bunch. I saw them once on the Lollapalooza tour, but I, don't, I think that was it. Oh, yeah, I saw them there, too. It was like May 4. Four. The one with the Beastie Boys. Yeah. yeah. Were yeah. they at the Beastie Boys? Yeah. Then? yeah. Oh, maybe I yeah. So that was Smashing Pumpkins. Beastie Boys. Uh, Ramones. Parliament no. Funkadelic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was... <laughs> feeling no pain, man. But uh <laughs> flaming lips. It was a rainy day at Randall's stage. Island, I remember. Oh yeah. That was ninety four? Yeah. Yeah, ninety four definitely It was pretty stacked. I saw them um That was the last good year of mm, Wasn't the, the next one the the metallic? No, that was ninety six. Ninety six Wu Tang was on that too. Ninety five was was killer. Shit, man. 96 was that one. So 96, Lollapalooza was, uh, I think that was Ramones. So Ramones, Metallica. Wasn't Tool on that one? That was 97. Was it? They, yes. Well, they were on before that, too. So 97 well, was, was where they really turned the corner. because <laughs> that was the first. That's where, um, the, you know, like that fucking electro shit started popping off with like Chemical Brothers. So yeah. I, one of the people that they had on was Orbital. Um, so 97 got weird and I don't even think they did one in 98 or if they did 98 and that might have been like I the went last every one. year except the, the uh, Metallica Wu-Tang was my last year yeah that, 96 because yeah. that was an embarrassment but uh oh yeah Metallica Wu-Tang oh that was terrible I thought that was fun oh they treated Wu-Tang like shit yeah they and did Metallica brought in like a, the worst audience did they? It was like a monster truck rally, I thought. <laughs> it was a fucking sheet rockers convention. Yeah. It was like all the people that listened, like Metallica was with, they were like Garth Brooks fans that oh. listened to Metallica when they wanted to get crazy. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I like Metallica. I like Creed and Metallica, yeah. you know? We want to hear load and reload. Country. Yes, they were waiting for Until It Sleeps. <laughs> 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 they love Mountain Girl. <laughs> all right, so I got checked to rhyme on this one. Let's see what we're doing next. Uh, so War Tour's gone. Number four. I can't believe a War Tour's gone. Yeah. That's, wow. that's the way it goes that is the way in it this goes. game, yeah? Rugged. <laughs> Gonzaga takes him out. <laughs> yeah, 94, Lollapalooza, Smashing Pumpkins, Beastie Boys, uh, Clinton, George Clinton, The Breeders, Tribe Called Quest, Nick Cave, L7, and Green Day. Far Side was there, too. All right, next yeah. next match. Uh, we got the Jazz anyway. off of the Low End Theory versus 8 Million Stories Midnight Marauders. Oh, oh. Killing me. Killing me, Small. I mean, what? I, I got These no choice. rough. <laughs> I have to put them together. <sighs> let's, let's listen to this for a second. Yeah. Just, just to soak it in. Like, to me, if there was a, uh, like, like a time capsule... A hundred years from now, and people want to know what hip hop sounded like. Mm-hmm. This is what I would play them. For real? This yeah. is probably beyond anything. Maybe bugging out. Mm. Like when you hear this, you're like, "Oh, this is that time." Like the drums, the vibe, the fucking like. This horns might in the be back. my f- my favorite Woo! tribe. Like the music itself, yeah, not yeah. Discounting lyrics. like this might be like the pinnacle Dark. for me. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I had fun with this too, like I was, I was digging. One thing I've liked doing lately is like going back to a lot of the older hip hop and pulling the jazz and soul cuts that they sampled and listening to the whole songs and yeah. shit. 
And man, what a gold mine of yeah. shit that Q-Tip was pulling from. Like stuff I never heard before. Like, uh, but this was Grant Green. That's right. that's who who he lifted this from and shit. Cool. Um, okay, yeah. So we got the jazz kicking in the back. Now we're l- let's soak in the next song. Shout out to the massive Massapequa reference too in that song. Yes. Too, and the yeah. Long Island For reference sure. at the end. Yeah, Always yeah. love that, obviously. This song is so great, though. The Eight Million Stories, just it's like a Fife solo song almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, like you hear it. I remember. So when I was like, so this came out probably I was fifteen, and um, back then, do you remember when you had like big radio thingies with cassettes and CDs? Sure. <laughs> I remember getting one, a brand new one, and this was the first CD that I played in it. I had the speakers, and like we were all getting fucked up, and like I would put this record on, and you know, you test the speakers out. Holy shit, man! Like I was just so happy. I'm like, I have my fucking bulky Mm -hmm. (laughs) stereo system in my room, and uh, we would get to this song, and it was just such a like it says eight million stories, like. The vibe is like dark, and then you you follow. Sometimes, you, like you listen to a song, and you kind of yeah. like lose it, but you like you just stay with Fife. On it's this a one. day in the life yeah. kind of a track, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's great lyrically. The music's great. This this is a tough. Cho- this was a tough choice. I mean, I gotta go with uh, jazz. Jazz. It's jazz. It, out it is jazz, right? Yeah. yeah. But this this shout out to this song though. This is great too. Okay. This is, this is the darkest song I think they have. Oh yeah, for sure. By, by far, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one's going to be a little interesting. So th- this this record, The Love Movement, um, this is definitely my favorite song on it. It's catchy. Um, if you look at their Spotify top five, it's in their top five for a reason. Um, what do you remember about The Love Movement, Tim? I don't remember much aside from this song, to be honest with you. I, it's It's an innocuous album i will say the production on this is infinitely better than beats no doubt yeah infinitely better 100 yeah people fighting me on red river <laughs> no. podcast no Only not even one yeah mike malama <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy man it's just like any, like any shitty opinion he could take he takes it it's like he it's like people like when you read the newspaper in the morning he like reads facebook and he figures out What's the worst opposite opinion he could have? Like, he's just like going through. He's like, oh, okay. It's, I, I could totally contradict this one. It's like, let me go here. Let me go there. It's, it's Bernie like, Mac and House Party 3, man. It's like, it's, you know, nice tie you have. You can't say that. My wife tried to choke me with it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Um, okay, so this, this is a great song. I had the same relationship with it. But as, as I listen to the records again, I love the production on this. Because it sounds it sounds more awake, although this was 1998, mm-hmm. and the one thing I can knock on it, or or it, you know, it depends. It's of the time. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely pre um, amplified Q tip. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, obviously he didn't produce the record. Uh, maybe he did. Maybe he did some of the stuff. Um, but it sounds like 1998 for sure. Yeah. This is the highlight of the record, for yeah. sure. I uh-huh. like that cut that with Redman and Buster Rhymes. Yes, it. it had great features. Yeah, but uh, yeah, over. But yeah, this was a step up from the from the last well, effort, obviously. This jam right here, 
<laughs> so, luck of Lucian. Uh, now, what I like about this is a few, actually, a, a bunch of years later, um, Digable Planets actually also used this sample. Yeah. On Blowout. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but this record, this song, album. this song fucking blows fucking the other song away. It is another rated album. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. So we have uh, Find a Way off the Love Movement. And then, of course, this classic Luck of Lucian. That's luck. Yeah. Uh, this song is so Just great. listen to it. It's so good. It's so great. Oh, I got to correct myself, too, before on the jazz track. I said that was Grant Green they sampled, but it's Jimmy McGriff. I got to, you know, people, the fat checkers, we yeah. got to. <laughs> I got Hugo on the line right now. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. <laughs> yeah, I go Luck of Lucian on this one for sure. Yeah, it's it. I mean, this is this this record. You know, it was a minute, a minute before I, I plowed through it. Yeah, and uh, I don't really think there's a bad song on this whole first record. Mm. No. Um, and and the production is just lively. Like, just listen to it. It sounds it's fresh. There's yeah. passion behind it compared yeah. to like fucking beats rhymes and like it just doesn't even. Listen, like six years later. Beats, rhymes, and life is is their Lulu. Lulu. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I which ironically <laughs> there's base, which I which ironically there are barely any beats, rhymes, or life in that record. <laughs> you know, it's lifeless. It's yeah. beatless basically, yeah. and the rhymes are okay. Yep. All right, so we're all going luck. Oh, it's luck. Next one, uh, the opening track. Push it along, which I I really like a lot. Um, I think this, you know, technically this would be the first trap song that you ever heard. Right. I like the chorus to it, and uh, it's gonna go up against. Let me look because I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> oh fuck! What do we got now? Uh, Steve Biko, stir it up. Oh. Let's soak this one in oh. for a second. Let's go. Push it along. Push it along. And then, of course, man, those horns. Right? It's It, it sounds so primo in a way. That I, I This is one of my favorite songs on, on, yeah. on this album. Oh, this is like... Yeah, this yeah. opener. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going. I'm going, going back it, to what you were saying too about the Beastie Boys and this and stuff and chilling. That just those horns are so nostalgic to me because I was about to fucking chill. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I was hanging out in the dorm room, I was going to Binghamton when this thing came out. Yeah, you hear those horns, we hanging out. Yeah, shit. so anytime I hear yeah. it, yeah. it takes me back. You're there. in chill mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you ready it to go land right there? Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, you, this man, every car, every cassette, every CD that you, you driving through, you put this on. Like man, you would. I mean, back then you had a, a tape player driving around in the car. If mm-hmm. you were lucky, you had a CD player. But for the most part, you had right. a tape player. High living. And once you put a tape in, it's like you only put classics in because you're not changing it. No. You're not fast forwarding it. You no. might flip it, right. but like that's it. You're putting this on. And you're like, all right. That's it. it. It'll flip whenever right. we get to where we're going, or or fucking the last song plays. So, um, out of the two, I'm I'm gonna go stir it up. 
Yeah. Yep. Agreed. We're all on stirred up. Yep. I mean, tough one. That was tough. Tough one. Okay. So last one, really tough. Really tough, but not to me, but really tough. But still, it's my favorite song off of uh, the Low End Theory, which is... Oh, I know what's coming, and you got to be shitting me. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you hear that? Oh, it's so good. Hold on, ready? Because I like that. What is this? All I know is that this guy... This guy... He never half step because he's not a half stepper. <laughs> Drinks a lot of so. I mean, honestly, he's diabetic, and that's what he died from. So I, I, the yeah. endorsement of Dr. Pepper is probably not the smartest thing. But he's he, got the best fucking bars in in, in the group. Yeah, on uh, on this song. Uh, I mean, even he's on busting a, a nut inside your eye. Yeah, and, you and on your from. couch, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, so, you know, the last matchup is Bugging Out versus... Ooh. What? Hold on. I like this. What? Ejaculation. All right. Verse. Fuck, man. Everyone's favorite. I knew it was coming. Elect- electric relaxation. I mean... I feel like I know what you're going to go with, but I mean... Uh, Electric relaxation is electric relaxation. It's it's my favorite tribe song. Yeah. So you're that's, the tiebreaker. That, that's a I'm, tough I'm one. Going, man. I'm going bugging. I knew out. you were going. I bugging. love bugging <laughs> out, but electric relaxation. Um, God, it's just it's, it is, it's it is such, like the quintessential song. Are it's you? such a beautiful fucking yeah. track, man. It's 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 uh, and I, I got a shout out to if anybody's curious, Ronnie Foster, Mystic Brew is the track they sampled from, and I went and listened to it and stuff. And it's got the it, it, give it a listen. It's good. It's, okay. He's he's very generous with what he loops off of it, but uh oh, it's just such it's a fucking perfect song, man. And bugging out's great, man. I can't run on that but man, electric relaxation that's my vote right. there you go there you go that's the first round we had eight matchups 16 songs now we're gonna do four matchups all right so we're back round two and uh we're gonna go back to um the winner which is can i kick it yep. and this time around uh it's gonna be can i kick it versus excursions Ooh. For me, it's kick it. Uh, excursions for me. Um, it's on you. Let me let me just feel this beat. Let me just, <laughs> let me just feel it, you know, because like and take it in. That's the thing, man. I came in here with a, a whole different thought process, and as soon as you start playing them, sure. know the cuts on this too though mm. all right all right mm. all right got a little bit of that i got a little bit of that let, let, let me let me see let me do excursions now yeah because this is a tough one boom, boom, boom. Oh. damn what song gets me more hype Oh, 
abstract listening to hip hop pop used to say it remind me of Oh yeah, I, it's, it, I gotta go excursions. It's excursions. It, it, yeah. it is right. It's yeah. just like yeah. fucking like yeah. All right, it's excursions. Okay, so next match we're gonna go back. We have. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Shout out to Fred Sanford. <laughs> Did you ever watch the San? Of course. Right, that was like one of the jams. big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Totally, like you know. Any, anytime I ever faked a heart attack, that's who I was thinking of. Every time. Um. So left my wallet versus check the rhyme. Mm. Ooh. Uh. I'm gonna go check the rhyme. I do love this. Listen to the just fucking samples. Like how good are they? It's sample after sample. Yeah. Like he just. He, you know, I, what I never understand how some people really knock sampling. And I think those are people that don't really get it. But totally. here you are, you're taking something. Um, Repurposing it. Yeah, from. Because from, yeah, at the end of the day, I play guitar and I know all I'm doing is taking chords that everyone has played. I'm just making sure. them my own. Sure. I'm using the same three notes that you used for your song. For me, and I'm changing the melody. What's right. the fucking difference? There's no difference. Yeah. You know, but I, I understand. Yeah. Um, this song is like putting together a puzzle. Yeah. And I think it, it's wow. I, I don't know the most intricate as far as the production goes, but man, there are so many fucking just little samples in this. Mm. Yeah. So check the rhyme. What would you go with? with check the rhyme. Check yeah. The rhyme? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Check the Rhyme is just, you know, and once again, we're getting to, to the low-end theory wins here, because it, it's, it's, mm. the best songs on there are, like, the best songs on there. Fucking hard, man. <laughs> so, Check the Rhyme, alright, yeah, here we go, right? So, number three of four, we got the Jazz, uh, versus Luck of Lucien. Let me get to, let me get to that shit. We got the jazz. Oh, it's so good. I think for me it's luck. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that fucking original sample is really. It's so good. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's a more complex song. But man, I hey, listen. You know, <laughs> like you just hear you know. this. Like when you like that black and white video, because this is a, like what they they did the split bugging out. We got the jazz right video. Yeah, I remember the bugging out video. I don't remember one for this. Time. Yeah, because they 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 split it. They did one of those. Oh yes, they did the split. All right, because like I, I, halfway through yeah. bugging out, it goes to we Rest. got the jazz. Yes, we got the jazz versus luck. Langan? We got the jazz. Like I said before, it's one of my favorite tribe songs ever. So I got to go there. Yeah, same here. I mean, this is a, such a gorgeous fucking piece of music. Um, makes me really want to listen to Blowout Comb again, which, mm. which we talked about. And I feel like, you know, you said a lot of people hated it. It didn't. Well, you know, that was a monster album to follow up. 
And uh, it was it kind of reminded me of like you know almost the Beastie Boys when License to Ill was this big oh, mon- yeah. monster commercial success, and then they followed it up with Paul's Boutique, which at first no one knew what to make of it, a lot of people or whatever. And Blowout Comb didn't get the love that 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 their first album did, but it's a fucking solid record, man. Well, I think just you know they were knocked just for being hippie-ish and yeah. not pro-blackish. And they really caved to that, but I mean, they made they made a great record, but it was that corny white guy snapping with the dread snapping <laughs> his fingers in that video. That's what killed them. I swear to God, I thought that was Josh <laughs> Wink. <Yes. laughs> totally. I thought it was. That's it might have been. Yeah, you know, that's what he looked like. <laughs> you know, yo. You know how many things white guys with dreads have But he wasn't him? even on the... Josh Wink would have fucking nodded his head on rhythm. Yeah, that dude wasn't... He was just like bobbing around like a fucking bobblehead. Looks <laughs> stupid. It always comes down to the white guy with dreads. Killed it. Yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, he probably... After, he's like, yo, Fuck you want to you 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 come to this coffee shop and check out my reggae band? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you want to come to Long Beach? <laughs> it ruined I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> um, okay, so the last matchup will be... Once again, Stir It Up versus Electric Relaxation. Oh, God. I'm Electric Relaxation I'm for electric sure. too, yeah. I'm going Stir It Up. Gotta be different. You know, I mean, I just love this song. Like, I would listen. It just brings me back. Yeah, like, yeah you totally. Put that, like, I get it. Yeah. You know, like, you just, let, let's hear. I just love that. Like, Mad Cobra reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally, man. Go. Fife might have like the most like dated <laughs> like, like drops. I love it, and I'm not like clowning yeah. or anything, but like Shabaranks, <laughs> Shabaranks, yeah. Mad still... Cobra, David Dinkins. Yeah, <laughs> he was of the time. That's what it was. He was well, when he like, said, uh, "When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic?" And I listened. I heard it today, and I was like, "Oh, that didn't. That's didn't age well." Yeah, he used to have a crush from Dawn from In Vogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what? In all in all fairness, Dawn was the hot one. Dawn was the hot no, one. No, he wasn't lying. Yeah. No, he wasn't. It's truth there. Um, okay, so electric relaxation wins. And break. No, I was going to say, uh, I had to shout out just three songs that didn't make the cut that I oh, wanted yeah, no, to drop. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do we're that? We're going to do that, and then we're going to give the, the ranking of our I'd, I'd be album. remiss if I didn't <laughs> say some of these songs. <laughs> okay. So we're back, uh, round three, which is the semifinals, last four songs. Um, it's going to be Excursions off Low in Theory as well as Low in Theory's Check the Rhyme. Tim? Uh, it's Check for me, just because it is what it is. Check the Rhyme is Check the Rhyme. I do love this goddamn song. Oh, fuck. It's tough, man. Oof. That's really hard. Give me some check to run. A pair of Nike socks. Size ten and a half. Alright. So here's some check to run. Ready? Yeah, I gotta I gotta go check. It just that Spike Spike Lee direct the video. Uh, oh, that's, am I wrong? Uh, that I, would make sense because it, I feel it, like they did. I'm it, having it looked some like a Spike Lee joint. Flash of I think they call it memory. Yeah. It was very bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a device I could look that yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check the rhyme. Yeah, I'm gonna go check the rhyme. Just, just me too. 
It just seems like the most like it's the right thing to do. Yeah, excur- <laughs> right excur- to do. excursions is like excursions is like a warm up. You know, it's like when you kind of like stretching before you like go run. Yes, you know, you like that's right. a good one. You know, and then check the rhyme is like the total like the it's like it's like a doggy style. You know, excursions like foreplay. That's what I think. Just throwing it out there. Uh, no, I'm then, totally wrong. It wasn't Spike Lee. Wasn't Spike Lee? You convinced me though. He did the Public Enemy, dude. Yeah, right. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. God, you were so convincing though. I, I don't know where I had that. Do flesh I have a problem believing white people? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Swafield did it. Uh, that was close. <laughs> You're very close. Jim Swafield. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> remembers. What, 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 what a his sells insurance now. <laughs> uh, okay, last matchup. Low in theory again, we got the Jazz going up against Electric Relaxation. Mm, two butter smooth fucking songs right there. If you can't get your dick sucked to either one of these songs, then Seriously. you don't have a dick. Well, I know where you're going, and I know where I'm going. Well, I think I know where you're going. You said Jazz is your favorite. Oh, yeah, I mean, relaxation's close, man. But... I'm going Electric Relaxation. Mm. I'm going jazz. Oh, yeah. I did live in Massapequa at one point. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it hits close to home. <laughs> uh, ah, man, yeah, jazz by a slight, slight bit. Wow, you know? Wow, it's the kind of thing though. Like if you caught me tomorrow, I could change my mind. Yeah, you know, it's they're both so close, but uh, I get it. You can like you could really be in a car listening to this and be like you you, you'd be like Richard Christie you'd be like that's my favorite that's my (laughs) and then the next one is like oh that's my favorite it's like oh no wait that's like because you keep going seriously the first three fucking records all have songs that you're like oh okay well this this is definitely the one. Anybody shout when they shout out Long Island at the end, it just puts you over the edge. That's it. Yeah. If you yeah. if you don't feel that, then they specifically I don't say Long Island. Yeah. It's always a moment. Anybody <laughs> in anybody's car when you listen to it. Hey, we exist in New York. Yay. Yeah. It's like when we R. like R. when we got the nod. You know. It's like well, when... R. A. is from here. You yeah. know? But this was a borough. Oh, right. Given the head yeah. nod, it meant a little yeah. something. Like if Eric Sermon says it, we expect it would, you to yeah. say it. You know. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, if somebody else does, you know how it is. But. Uh, yeah, I'm going jazz. Shot. Yeah. All right. So jazz moves on. Okay. Um, all right. So then this is it, man. Uh, the Low final. Theory, the powerhouse. Yeah. The final songs uh, here for our Tribe Called Quest 16 bracket thing. Um, you know, it's two two nicer songs couldn't have, you know, made it. Sure. Um, Low in Theory, Check the Rhyme mm-hmm. versus We Got the Jazz. Yes. What's going on? Mm. And, uh, Is George shooting someone? <laughs> He's busting his a, gun? He's letting off a couple. He, <laughs> like, he, he heard the Long Island shout out. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so before we do these, okay, I just yeah. want to honorable before, mention. Let's do that. Before we do Check the Rhyme verse, uh, 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 we got jazz. We're going to do honorable, honorable mention. So go yes. ahead. I got to give a shout out to. From Midnight Marauders, We Can Get Down, and The Chase Part 2. Mm-hmm. Those are, uh, and and I, We Can Get Down, do you know where the sample for that comes from? A Bill Cosby record. 
Whoa. Bill Cosby presents Shout out to Bill. Badfoot Brown. You know, when, when he was trying to do, he'd do like, I guess, some like blues or jazz things because he was always repping that shit. Yeah. But that's that they sampled on that. But anyway, Good for him. those two songs and vibes and stuff from uh, Low End Theory. I love vibes and stuff. All right. I, I, I have to mention those songs. I know Tim threw in a song from, uh, what was that? Uh, what did you do? Get Hot a hold sex. off of... Uh... Yeah, so like to me, like the three that I wanted to throw in there, which I agreed on, yeah. was uh, Get a Hold from um, Beats Rhymes Alive. That's Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, Beats. That's, uh... I like the sample. Like It was like really... like intru- I thought it was like Enigma that they sampled. <laughs> yeah, <something>. yeah. <laughs> Enigma. Yeah, wow. I thought it was like some Gregorian chant shit. I didn't want to go heavy. Like We, we talked about this. Like, you know, we were going to go heavy on the first three. Yes. You know, and, and I didn't want to just only focus on them because overall, you know, even a, a, a subpar fucking beats rhymes in life is, I mean, better listening than a lot of shit. Yes. You know, so I, I you know, that's why I threw that in there. Um, I'm surprised you guys, and I, am I allowed to say this now? Yes. Oh, sorry, oh, nigga. Oh, there you go. You could say it yeah. because you have other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could check. You could check other. the other box I mean, when you I mean, take your SATs. <laughs> I mean, it's the name of the song. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, that I love that song. Uh, his name is Muddy Ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, Low one. Uh, no, that was a uh, love movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. And then what? Yes. Yeah. I, what, I do dig what. What is Channel Nine without without Arsenio? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, um, you know, I had get a hold because I like that chorus. Mr. Muhammad, you know, off of the first record, because just the sampling on that, and I like, you know, Ali Shahi Muhammad. Mm-hmm. You know, like every record back then had that DJ shout out. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Hot Sex, which Hot was sex. off of Boomerang. Yes. Yeah. Was it? That's or? what it came out on first, I think, and then they put it on. On um, on the anthology thing, yeah. so I, I thought that was a that was a club banger. Yeah, no and the video was really cool. Like yeah, the mask different, on. a little bit of a departure for them stylistically. <laughs> that was ninety nine. Yeah, it was like know. later. So like yeah. they kind of like uh, broke out of the African medallion. Would yeah. you would you play that and then classic examples of a date rape after that just for the irony? <laughs> 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 Sure. Good point. Um, okay, so that's it. The last two is uh, off the low end theory, which um, arguably, you know, yes, it's it's probably their best record. So check the rhyme versus we got the jazz. Tim. Uh, yeah, I I, I still got to go check the rhyme. I just love this. You keep, mm. this, this song comes on, and it's just I could literally drive. All around Long Island with the windows down, pumping the song, mm. and just brings me right there. Sure. Three, three minute long ride. All yeah. <laughs> it's just you song... can't get anywhere in three minutes. On this <laughs> That's <song>. true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start driving at five. Seven Eleven, probably. But all right, I could drop acid and sit in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Um, do you think the song is better or worse than Scenario? Um. I, it's so it's so weird because scenario is a different animal, you know. Uh, I mean, I would say no. 
No, not not because when scenario comes on, everybody knows scenario. It's like you get amped. You get amped. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is like you could just sit there, yeah. bump into this. Like the kid, the the dude that drives his son to school and smacks the cereal out of his hand. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what scenario is made for. Yeah. You know, yes. Bro. Like he's driving that kid to school. That can you imagine that? Like you're imagine like you're driving and like your dad's <laughs> listening to like whatever your that version of classic rock is. Mm. You know, like if my dad was driving listening to Journey, going like that bananas because that's yeah. what that he might as well be listening to that. You know, that's the same era, and he's like smacking shit at <laughs> smacking smacking the cigarette out of like Langan's mouth. <laughs> Yes, someday love will find us or whatever fucking that guy says. Check the rhyme. We got the jazz. We've got the jazz. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I got to stick with it. I'm going to go. Well, for me, I'll just play it. Because I can't be. I can't, I can't be talking to this thing. Fuck your shit, your thought process. All up. Would you say jazz and then electric relaxation in your top two? Uh, it, you know, it probably overall, but yeah. I, I find myself playing the chase part too a lot, a lot. I see is that. it? Is it also? You know, it's just different because sometimes you About to wreck your body as they turn the party out. Love that with that, that mm-hmm. intro. But it, 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 with songs like this that have been around for so long, it's it's like it's the reason that I watch Halloween two more than I watch Halloween one. Do I think it's a better movie? No, it's like, but in yeah. my life, like at this point, well, I've that seen happens it a less. lot. You know, the bands that you know, like you know, do I want to hear Iron Man ever again by Black Sabbath? No, but do I want to like dig deep into like you know Volume Four or, or Master Reality or some deep cuts on Sabbath Bloody Sabbath? Now, yeah, I would rather do that. Yeah, for I sure. I don't want to hear Paranoid. But you know, the way I get I, it, the way I look at the brackets is. It's like if you have a friend that's never listened to Tribe before. Yeah. Like, what would you play for them? So for me, like, it would be jazz. Like, I hear this, and it's like, you play this, and it's like, man, few songs bring you back to that time. And this, Mm -hmm. you you put this on, and it's like, it's cold. You got baggy-ass jeans. It's very emblematic emblematic of this this style they're known for too yeah. it just it's a quintessential kind of tone for them right for here. sure i mean it's in the name of the fucking song yeah know? we got the jazz for sure listen to those horns yeah oh, that's god it. so that's that's our number one that's yep. what one um you know i'm glad that you listened to this yeah. wasted two hours of your life yes <laughs> <laughs> i hope you got some enjoyment out of the slayer talk uh, you know, hopefully you could listen to Tim. Shout out to George because we wasted his time the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's right, that's awesome. amazing. But um, yeah, so listen to Tim's podcast if you haven't. Um, they're nice enough to always include my stupid band in the intro. Where are you guys on SoundCloud? Everything. YouTube, SoundCloud, everything. Spotify, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, Fancy. Oh, yeah. All right. It's legit. Yeah. Listen, we're giving a shit away for free. Everybody's getting it. All right. All right. (laughs) Nice. And the other one, the same thing. Yes. And Domestic Disturbance, the same thing. And you can check out the uh, Domestic Disturbance uh, Facebook page because, you know, we're always doing, uh, you know, uh, shows at Governors and stuff like that. We, you know, we get up a whole bunch of comics. We do a big lineup. It's, it's a good time. So you come out, check us out. It's fun. Excellent. Right. So before we finish, real quick, uh, the, la- the the six records. How do you rank the six records? 
the last one is definitely the shittiest one is Beats Rhymes in Life. I think we've all established that. hundred uh, percent. Number five and four is kind of interchangeable with me. It goes back and forth. Like I, I probably get to go with the love movement. And then uh, number four, uh, we got it from here, which we didn't put in there because it's kind of newer and yeah, and fresher and stuff. That was a great comeback. I fucking love you that know, record. It was it was good to hear the good to hear them back and stuff. And then so then the you know the real hard decisions. I would go with uh, number three, the first album. I'm not repeating the fucking name. Uh, <laughs> number two. Like we discussed, we discussed this before. Two, two I'm going to go low end theory, and one, uh, Midnight Marauders, as as far as a overall album, uh, as as far as a more consistent album. And 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 you know, once again, a group like this, um, find me another group, you know, rock, hip hop, whatever that has six strong albums like that. Five, six, <laughs> what strong albums. Is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's the same thing. I mean, uh, you can the debate can be made whether Low End Theory of Midnight uh, is the better okay. album. I mean, that's, that's I'm, I'm with you. That's a conversation that could be had, but I, I think Brian's 100 percent right, man. Like overall, as an album, every song uh, on Midnight is elevated to a level that even the classics on low end um, aren't overcoming how good that mm. album is as a whole. So Yeah, that's it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go the same. And and uh, total shout out to, to that last record because um, just like what Gangstar did, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you, you're left with a void and you still put out this record with help from friends, of course. Sure. A lot of features on it. Sorry. There's a lot of features on the love movement as well, but it's a hip hop thing. There's always yeah features ain't a bad um, thing. But that record is that record blows away the love movement and beats rhymes in life, like it, blows it away. It was a good way. It was a better if that's it. Yeah, it's a it's a better note to go out on. Just than like with a whimper that they were. Just like the last Gangstar record that just came out is way better than the owners. Yeah, I'd yeah, agree you're with right. That for yeah. real. it's yep. fucking phenomenal. And yeah. what what Gangstar, what Guru did was he bought the verses back from that guy <laughs> to make a record. Solar. Yeah. Ugh. So interesting, but mm-hmm. cool, awesome. Hey, right. thanks for playing along. And uh, yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do next, but we're, we're gonna, gonna do start it. working on uh, a list top. Oh, the t- top of the, either the ten t- year. We're gonna try that. We're definitely gonna have a year end wrap up either way. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully get Fab back on the show. And uh, yeah, December. Yeah, actually, Jeff Fab's episode is the most played on SoundCloud. Yeah. So we got to get him back. I don't know what it is about him. I guess it's hard to track down. No, but I'm saying like people love that one or something. Black I don't label. Know. Is that the Black Label guys? Black Label okay. Army, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. When so. Papa was a Rolling Stone, he's hard to nail down. We'll, Brother we'll Jeff. Be there, though. Cool. All right. Later. <laughs>